Coast Cousins. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Yeah, we got a golf champion on the staff. We got a uh, Survivor Series champion on the staff. Jarrett and I suck at everything, uh, but the <laughs> Survivor Series champion, Sarah Cazell, here to take us through some social study. Wow. All right, let's get into it. We are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata, at Bickley underscore Murata. There have been a lot of fun questions that we have posted this week, uh, you know, spread among the really depressing questions about Arizona sports. Uh, so if you don't already follow us at Bickley underscore Murata, you can go check out uh, some of the, the, the lighter topics there. All right, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. Not a light topic, but we'll try and have some fun with it. What song title or song lyric best describes this season? Of course, Kyler Murray out with a torn ACL. And then yesterday we learned that Steve Keim is uh, out for the foreseeable future. Uh, man, you can go anywhere. Something something with fire. 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 Fire by the Pointer Sisters. There's been yeah, many, many songs about fire. There's not been a song called Dumpster Fire. Probably has. Why I guess not? I could look that what up. What song that would be? <laughs> That's the first thing that popped into my mind. Not a great answer, but <laughs> what, okay. it's what I have. That's okay. What about you, I Vic? told you I suck at everything. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, hmm. These are hard to come up with on the Yeah, plan. let's just go to the listeners. Go to the listeners, and then maybe yeah. something will pop in there. Okay. Uh, I love this one from Zona Boy. The title, the song title is Misery Business by Paramore. Oh, well, I like one. that. Yeah, it's a very good one. Great title. Uh, from BK Boreco. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. Uh, Dante AZ, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. (laughs) Oh, Justin Prestigard with a good one. Always. That I always apply. Let's hear it. I don't care anymore by Phil Collins. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Anderson, you win my heart today. Britney Spears, oops, I did it again. (laughs) Although the, the gif actually says, oops, I dude it again. I don't. I don't know if she knew that. Um, <laughs> Irresponsible gift makers. Yeah. Uh, the Bad Religion song, How Could Hell Be Any Worse? Or is Ooh. that an album title, perhaps? I'm not sure. But that was submitted by Nicholas O. Uh, and then Humpty Dumpty, No One Can Put the Cardinals Back Together, says Brian Barger. There you go. Yes. Getting to our next question. Uh, similar topic, though. The Suns and the Cardinals both enduring... Uh, <laughs> Their fair share of woes, although I think the Cardinals do still have them beat right now. Over the last five years, though, which franchise has been more cursed? The Cards or the Suns? Over the last five, five years? years? So that takes us to 2017. Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals. The Suns have dealt with a lot of stuff, but they've also been very, very close to the mountaintop. And that, that covers up a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yes, no question. Uh, the Cardinals, 62% of the vote as the more cursed franchise. Now, if we were to throw the Coyotes in there, would they get your vote? <laughs> we're only going back five years? Yeah, no, I know. I yeah. I actually thought the, the Suns, I, I knew the Suns would win if you put in general which franchise is more cursed. 
I thought they'd do better in this poll because the Suns. Yeah, I mean, just like last year in the playoffs, if you want to, you know, use the cursed term. Yeah. To have the entire team get well, sick, apparently. From from that entire five year span, the Cardinals. I mean, it was in 2015, but they had set some expectations. Whereas in 2017, were there any for the Suns? I don't know. No. 2018, were, though. Yeah. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. All right. Huh? Now he's just counting with Jared. Giving us numbers, yeah. Uh, again, 62% for the Cardinals say they are the most uh, more cursed franchise. 38% say the Phoenix Suns. Um, a lot of people said the Suns are cursed, but the Cardinals create their own issues. Matt wrote that. A lot of people wrote that very specifically. Suns are cursed. Cardinals are responsible for, for what comes their way. Okay. Uh, the great Barolio says he I has a great barrio. <laughs> exactly. So his his Twitter avatar is Joe Burrow and either he or someone else photoshopped like an orange hood over Burrow's head so it looks like he's got his t-shirt over his head. <laughs> 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 Very cool. Uh, AZ Kid says the Suns are definitely the more cursed franchise. They are always the bridesmaids, never the bride. Again, bring, being a bridesmaid is a blast. So <laughs> it's expensive, but it's a good time. Uh-huh. All right, final question. Uh, we we acknowledged earlier this morning that the, gosh, the holidays are right here. They're right the here. They are. Dan was saying we're having a little trouble getting into it this year. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. So we're asking our listeners, maybe for some inspiration, Dan Bickley, what is something that always gets you into the holiday spirit? Do you guys have anything that it's like, if it's Christmas um, time, I'm doing this, or if it's Thanksgiving, I'm doing this? The sound of someone ringing the bell outside of a Salvation Army. Oh, yes. Um, or outside of a store. Yeah, yeah. Outside of yeah. a store yeah. that yeah. always mm-hmm. t- tends to do it. call. Um... Do you have any that movies? gets you in the holiday spirit because that really gets me in the mood to get into the store or my car quicker. <laughs> Knock this guy dressed as Santa Claus on the floor. You're not touching my money. I do like like how department stores are usually all footed with footed footed with decoration. Definitely the word I was looking for. That's an amazing one. Are there any movies that if it's if it's the holidays you have to watch? Yeah, I listen. I I love holiday time. I'm a big fan of screen. Rouged. I'm a big fan of uh, the one with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Oh, that's that's one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest. <laughs> Do you have Arnold Apple? Schwarzenegger is dre- dressed up as a superhero <laughs> with his accent and his son can't place the no. voice. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> That's so amazing. Oh, what were you going to say, so Jarrett? Shut have, up, Jarrett! Do, do you have Apple Plus app? Do you have that Apple TV? Because there's a, a new-ish kind of Christmas Carol Scrooged movie with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. I That's haven't seen good. it yet. Oh, really? Is it, is it good? Yeah, it's good. It's, it, it's entertaining. It's a musical. I'll give you a heads up on that, but it is very entertaining. I heard some people say it didn't need to be a musical, but... I feel that way about all music. <laughs> <laughs> eggnog. Ooh, when I one. see eggnog on one. the shelves, I know it's Christmas time. One of the best, if not the best, kinds of nog. 
I agree. I think but it's far and away the best nog. The nog. What other nogs are there, Jerry? Uh, that corn been nog. Our... <laughs> corn nog? You're know. joking, right? I am joking. Yes. <laughs> that was the best answer he could come There's up no with on the fly. Nogs. Bean nog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which you know really Feature. washes things down great on bean night. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people, a lot of people mentioning the Charlie Brown uh, Christmas. That one specific Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? Christmas dance? Is it called? Um, seeing the lights driving around, looking at lights across lights. town, yep. different shopping centers here in town, the way that they get all, what is it, foputzt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to throw in a little Yiddish there. For I love learning new words. When people start talking in Yiddish, it really reminds me of Christmas. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all the other answers are on Twitter, uh, at Billy uh, underscore Murata. Well, thank you very much, thank Sarah. Thank you. Nog for everyone. <laughs> Social studies. Or nog. At Bickley underscore Murata is where that goes down. You can get involved. Join Bud Light this Sunday for a Red Sea Road Rally as the Cardinals take on the Broncos. Enjoy great prizes, ticket giveaways, food specials, all game long at Philly Sports Bar. That's at I-10 and Warner Road. Head to the contest page at ArizonaSports.com for more information. Coming up next, it'll be a long road back for Kyler Murray. We'll get the uh, viewpoints and information from ESPN injury analyst Stefania Bell, who joins us straight ahead. Here at Bickley and Murata Mornings on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Bickley and Murata Mornings on this Thursday live from the Auction Community Studios here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Of course, one of the big stories of the week, uh, of the season for the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray tearing an ACL long road back for the uh, young quarterback who's just finishing up his fourth year in the league. Here to talk about that road back, uh, ESPN injury analyst, Stefania Bell joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Stefania, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good morning to you. Uh, my reaction, and I, I think some people felt this way in watching that injury take place on the third uh, play of the Monday night game, Stefania, was that you know sometimes when a player uh, has a non-contact ACL tear, it's very evident as to what happened. I didn't. It, mm-hmm. it didn't appear that way with Kyler Murray. How common is that in your in your estimation? Oh, I actually thought it really did look like a classic ACL tear, but here's the difference. I mean, he's so mobile uh, and nimble, and I think it was just the quickness of it. I think uh, what you're referring to is if there is non-contact, sometimes we see a guy's foot really stick in the grass, you know, or it looks like they stopped on a dime and maybe their body moved and the rest of them didn't. If you go back and look at that injury uh, and kind of slow it down and and, You guys are wondering, it's what I do all the time, right? And you, you watch these things, slow motion, different angles, uh, 30 or 40 times. What you see is uh, the hallmark of this ACL non-contact injury is a player is stopping to change direction, typically to cut to the inside. So they're running, they decelerate pretty sharply, and they start to move to the inside. And when they do, if that knee and hip and ankle alignment drop a certain way where the knee kind of bows in and they lose some control at the hip, that's right the moment where it will happen. It's a deceleration rotational injury. And in fact, um, 
if you go back and look at the video, you can, and you look in close, you zoom in, you can actually see when uh, his ACL tears where the shin bone, the tibia, shifts on the femur, the thigh uh, bone. And that's what happens when that restraint of the ACL fails and you get a shearing effect. And so uh, by going back and looking at it, you can see it. When it happens in real time, especially with how quick Kyler Murray is, I think it's harder to pick up. Medical technology as it relates to sports and performance-related injuries has come so far recently, and you obviously know that. Uh, update us on what the range of recovery tends to look like for non-contact ACL tears. So it's interesting because uh, I think we've improved in terms of understanding what we have to do quickly with people coming out of this type of surgery. Get your range of motion back, minimize the swelling, get your quad strength going. Um, but we're still evolving in that department. And is, as good as the rehab gets and as refined as the surgical techniques get, you can't speed up the biology of tissue healing. And I think that's the big lesson over the last, I would say, decade of ACL recovery. If you look at uh, NFL players as a group, take any skill position really, because they have similar demands, you can see that there is a range in terms of recovery time. Some guys will come back closer to eight or nine months. Some guys are pushing it a year beyond. And there are a number of factors that, that, that um, go into that. Uh, but you're not going to see much below nine months, eight or nine months. Uh, Adrian Peterson is the one that still gets called out, but that's been a minute since he did yeah. that. And really nobody has replicated it since that time. We've seen a couple other players come back and have uh, really similar metrics in their subsequent year following ACL surgery. But that's just a handful. Most guys come back, um, they function, and they sort of use that year to get back to their pre-injury um, status in terms of how successful they were. So I think that the timetable hasn't evolved that much, and the sweet spot seems to be around nine months to a year. But like I said, many factors, including was it a clean ACL, meaning no other damage inside the joint, uh -huh. no cartilage damage, no other tissue. Um, how was, you know, was the surgery uneventful? Was the recovery uneventful? And, and those are things that you can't predict at the outset. Stefania Bell, ESPN injury analyst, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata mornings. Uh, you're right on the timetable. It's very individual. We don't know. There's always that range. But the effects on when a player comes back, and especially a player of Kyler Murray's skill set, what makes him dynamic is his his legs, his ability to make those quick cuts and his and his quickness. And you know, recently, Stefania, as you know, we've we've seen quarterbacks uh, that are pocket passers come back and and pick up right where they left off. Uh, and how much concern do you think there is for uh, the the future of Kyler Murray to return to his dynamic skill set pretty quickly after recovering from this? Yeah, I think. Um Number one, I have no doubt that he'll be able to return to being the same kind of player. Uh, it's a matter of when that happens. And the challenge for a quarterback, it's twofold. Um, one is just in the pocket when you have people coming at you. Now, when it's a non-contact injury and his happened outside the pocket, happened when he was running, uh, it, there may not be as much of that because he doesn't have that memory to get through. I've, I've talked to uh, guys, you know, somebody that would, it would resonate with. Well, in Arizona is Carson Palmer, who had uh, not not just one ACL tear, but a second one. Yeah. I remember when he was in Arizona, he was coming back from his second one. He said, um, 
that he really didn't have the same concerns as the first because the first he got injured on a contact play uh, when the pocket collapsed. His second was just when he was doing something outside the pocket. He wasn't wasn't exactly scrambling like Kyler Murray, but he, he didn't have the same challenges in terms of that mental hurdle to get back. But the confidence in your knee, um, that ability to know that you can run, stop, make that same move that Kyler was making when he heard it. He's going to need to feel like I can do that again and my knee is going to support me. And that's probably the hardest thing to get back. So you can look fantastic. You can be running well. You can have all your strength. You can have all the metrics that we measure look really, really good and still be working to get back over that mental hurdle that allows you to just cut loose and play. And, and athletes will always talk about this, no matter what the sport, uh, no matter how they got hurt, it's the confidence in the leg. And that's just as individual as some of the other healing parameters. So, uh, but it's a very real thing. And yeah. so knowing he hasn't had a major injury before, that's going to be the challenge. Yes, no doubt about it. Psychologically, it's going to be a big deal for him. All right, finally, um, when you look across the NFL, these non-contact injuries, they become um, a polarizing issue with the NFL PA. Uh, there's been a string of them. There have been people calling for the end of field turf. Now, we, we don't think this applies, to, obviously, to the Cardinals because they play on natural grass in that field, generally regarded among the best in the NFL. But of the 30 NFL stadiums, and two of them are shared facilities, 14 of them have field turf. Where do you think this whole thing is going with ACLs in the future? Yeah, and it's not just the ACLs. We've seen a lot of increase in high ankle sprains and any of these lower extremity soft tissue injuries. Uh, the, the challenge in sort of assigning blame is that most of these injuries are multifactorial. So there's a combination of factors. What was the shoe wear? What was uh, the field surface? What, was the, what were the other conditions of the game? What was the athlete's history? But um, to your point, the, the, the composition of the field and whether it's synthetic or natural grass, the synthetic surfaces are not all made equal either. And I think there's going to continue to be more conversation about that because even though the NFL presented some data showing that the injury rate uh, wasn't significantly different from artificial surface to grass across a number of years, and I, I believe that to be the case, you can obviously have injuries on grass, there is some discussion about the different types of composition of, of synthetics and how some may be less favorable than others. And there are people who are looking at it who both inside and outside the league. So I don't think the conversation's going away. Stefania, thanks so much for uh, all the information and insight. We really appreciate you spending some time with us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Stefania Bell, ESPN injury expert. Uh, she joins us here on the uh, Arizona Sports Line. Coming up next, it is Thursday. We've got a round of Mock My World. And we'll do it straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Hi, I'm Tom Chambers, Phoenix Suns legend. Everyone knows Unique Trucks is a Southwest lifted gas, diesel, and dually headquarters. We carry all makes and models of two- and four-wheel drives, Jeep, Ram, Raptor, Super Duty, and Silverado. You have a pretty good idea of what kind of truck you want to be seen driving and what budget you have to work with. So Unique Trucks on Scottsdale Road really doesn't have to sell you a truck. All we have to do is talk with you. When we know a little about your lifestyle and budget, we can show you what we have in our inventory that will work for you. We want you to be happy, and that starts with being totally upfront. Our trucks are clearly priced. We don't have any hidden fees to surprise you. We do not charge you for any of the mods your truck comes with. Everything installed is included. 
Our inventory of gas and diesel trucks is epic. We run each vehicle through a rigorous inspection process, and if you want, we'll deliver it to your door. We've got the unique upfront experience you deserve. Call 888-8LIFTED or online at uniquetrucks.com. Good morning, everyone. I am Sarah Kazell with the latest from the Arizona Sports Desk, presented by Parker & Sons Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. The Suns are in L.A. tonight. They are hoping to get back into the win column against the Clippers after a five-game stretch of losses, including Tuesday to the Houston Rockets. Tip-off is at 8.30 Arizona time, and that will be on the Arizona Sports app and 98.7. Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, as of this morning, are questionable to play. Campaign has been ruled out. From the Arizona Cardinals GM Steve Keim is taking an indefinite leave of absence from the team. The Cardinals cite health reasons, but do not disclose anything else. The Cardinals made multiple roster moves yesterday as they hit the final stretch of their season. Those moves include signing a quarterback, David Blau, to the active roster in the wake of Kyler Murray's ACL tear, of course, and then wide receiver Rondale Moore is off to injured reserve with a groin injury he has done for the season. The latest is brought to you by Carol Royce with Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Keller Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley gets you a higher price selling your home, so get guaranteed offers at higherprice.com, higherprice.com. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. We are Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. And every single day at this time, we head to our website, ArizonaSports.com, for a look at our daily poll question. Dan Bickley, Vince Murata. Do you think the ASU men's basketball team is a contender in the Pac-12? I do. Yes, I they do. are ten and one. Maybe still need to see more, or no, they are not a contender. Uh, I know we've uh, we've seen these really good starts devolve into very mediocre seasons in the recent past, but I, I think this. I think he's got the right combination on this team. It feels different. It Is this a social studies question? No, I think it was a, a, an ArizonaSports.com poll question like two weeks ago. Oh, okay, that's why I'm having deja vu. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> sure we've been through this. I'm going to say yes. Yes. We need some positivity in this market. Oh, don't for we? For goodness sakes. Oh, and positivity you will kind of get from our voters. Positivity's in second place. That's really <laughs> 40, 47% of our voters say I still need to see more. 41% say yes, they will contend in the conference. 11% say no, they will not. All right. That's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You could vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Sickly and Murata Mock my world Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it, you just didn't do it again Are you mocking me? Oh, Mock My World is back with the whole crew back together Last week We had an interloper win Mock My World What? I mean, Tim Rings, he's part of the team mm-hmm. He's here that much, but he won! 31.1% of the vote on all things Boston. His team of Fenway Park have it. The Boston Pops and Paul Revere got uh, 31.1% of the vote. Just nudging Zach Larson, who was in for Sarah last Thursday, who got 30% of the vote. Uh, Jared, very respectable, 25.3%. And, uh, yeah. Wait, thir- 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 wait what was your take? of beans yeah. didn't help you? People love baked beans. Vote. I had uh, Goodwill Hunting, Baked Beans, Bill Russell, and Aerosmith. Oh, well, Bill I like Russell. that last one. Yeah. 
no respect for Bill Russell. Only 13.6. Apparently, you didn't vote, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that did vote. Whoops. So with the, uh, with the crew back together, we'll have a different draft order today. And I don't know why I thought about this, but mm-hmm. I thought it would be an interesting topic, and maybe it will be. It's about to get itchy in here. It's itchy. Hey. And we're going to scratch that itch as we will all draft teams. The best teams possible. People whose last names end with the sound itch. itch. Regardless of how it's spelled, if it's itch. pronounced itch, it's good. Now, some of these people... I'm rich, itch! <laughs> I'm already going to have to ask for clarifications on... Jared asked some for of clarifications like which, two minutes before. What's to clarify here? Some of the names can be ick or itch. Not Depending ick. on who is it, pronouncing it. it. It's No, it's itch. No, you okay. can't. He's made it very clear. You can't draft, you can't draft weird Christian Al Yankovic. Bulls. Okay, there you go. That, that was the exact one I was thinking of, so there you go. Answered my question. All right. People who pronounce it. Here's the order for wrong. Random.org. The right. order. It is Dan Bickley with the first pick. Jared Carlin second. Vince Murata third. Sarah Cazell fourth. Wow. All right. All right. Let's scratch With that the first itch. pick in the Mock My World draft, I'm taking Vinny's favorite basketball player, Luka Doncic. Woo! It's a good pick. <laughs> or is it? Or is it? Last place. Here I come. Oh, wait. When I said is I'm it, taking Ho oh, You Fat. Ho <laughs> oh, You Fatovich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, weird Jared Carlinovich. Right. <laughs> Jared Carlin. I like it. Uh, I do not like this guy at all, but he is arguably the greatest tennis player of all time. Yes. Novak Djokovic. It's a good pick. It's a very good pick. I'm going to go also in the sports world with a two-time reigning NBA MVP, Nikola Jokic. Yes, yes, yes. It's another good pick. Absolutely. Okay, I am going to take Mila Jovovich. Oh, I thought that would be a much. I thought she'd be available later on. That's a sly pick by you. Thank you very much. I know she's got a little cult following going she on does. there. And I'm going to take Dario Saric. Oh. Dario Saric. You got Dave Burns' vote. <laughs> exactly. I know I got someone. All right, I back, I got to, someone. back to There's me. A big fifth element, fam. <laughs> Ooh, where'd it go? I'm at a crossroads here. Could I go with somebody who's locally probably popular against somebody who's not locally popular? You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm going to go with one of the greatest basketball coaches yeah. of all time, Greg Popovich. Yeah. There's a tough one. For some reason, these guys, a lot of them fall into people hated in yeah, it's, Phoenix. It's very funny. You're absolutely right. All right. I'm going to the world of entertainment. A guy who had a movie named after him, John Malkovich. Oh, mm. good pick. Yeah, he's on my short list. Creepy guy and a good actor. We got two picks, Dan. Uh, Give me former son Goran Dragic. Yeah, that was the one I was considering as well. Although some people even locally pronounced it Dragic. 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 Yeah, Yeah, that was tragic the way that was pronounced. (laughs) Hey-o! Hey-o! And uh, one of the greatest basketball players oh, whose lives was no. taken too quickly, Drazen Petrovic. Oh, that's a good pick. Interesting. That was a good one. If you ask like the Charles Barkley era people, they will say he's the greatest international player of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. He was, he was all the that height of his career. All right, I am going to another uh, former basketball player. 
one of the flashiest players of all time, a great scorer, Pistol Pete Maravich. Oh, great third round That's pick. a good pick. That's a great pick. All right. Maravich, my pick? Uh, I'm going to go... I don't know where I'm going to go. Oh. I'm going to go to uh, People the world whose of names baseball, end in itch. who was a cult figure in the mid to late 70s. Mark the Bird Fidrich. That's excellent. Oh, yeah. That's excellent, Vinny. Good pick. Thank you. Wow. wow, wow. got all sports. So. Okay. Yeah. we got two picks here. Sarah. Wow. This to close is out your team on the itches. All right. I want Peja Stoyakovic. Oh, that's another good pick. Itch, please. Hey. <laughs> and I want... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little, uh, a little off the beaten path here. Okay. I'm gonna take Dmitry Shostakovich, one of the all-time great composers. Oh. Step to me. That's if a I, flex. I have no idea. That's a flex. If I, <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time you brought him up around um, the office. You have the only less than one. The only reason this is how stupid and shallow I am. The only reason I know that name is it was referenced in the horrible Rob Lowe Demi Moore flick about last oh, night. Oh come on! They were no splitting one grew up, up playing piano. They or were splitting like that. up their records after they broke up. And somebody, do you want the Stostakovich? <laughs> like, who, who of that age range has that record? So we, when growing up, the Cazelles had to take piano lessons. So we ah, were versed in you. this. I remembered nothing uh, at this point. I'm going to go with a uh, an activist and a champion for people who had a woman, or had a film named an after her. And she was an activist, all right. Erin Brockovich. Oh, uh, my was God. was 100% sure that was going to fall to me. I cannot believe it. How could I forget that? Good movie, too. Terrible, yes. Didn't uh, Julia Roberts win the Oscar she for She did. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, boy. I had that already all in my holster to shoot out there. Uh, just because I'm not 100% sure, how do you pronounce the guy from Metallica, Lars... Ulrich. Okay. I'm going to go with... <laughs> I thought maybe I'd get away with that, that one. pretty good. All right. I'm going to go with um, another former or a former coach who won two championships with the Houston Rockets, Rudy Tom Jonovich. Rudy T. That's a good one. You have the final pick of the draft, Dick. Uh, I am going to do uh, a film director who had a great cameo on The Sopranos, Peter Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Wow, Bogdanovich got picked, and it wasn't Bogdan or Hoyon. Yeah, about that, right? All right. Have we scratched the itch? Dan's got uh, Luka Doncic, Goran Dragic, Drazen Petrovic, and Peter Bogdanovich. Jarrett went with Novak Djokovic. Uh, Wait a minute. What do you say his last name? No. Djokovic? Novak Djokovic. Yeah. It's itch. It's an itch. You oh, need to hear a word over and yeah, over again. Totally. It doesn't make Djokovic, sense anymore. Djokovic, Djokovic, Djokovic. John Malkovich, Pistol Pete Maravich, and Rudy Tomjanovich. I went with Nikola Jokic, Greg Popovich, Mark Fidrich, and Aaron Brockovich. And Sarah's got Mila Jovovich, <laughs> Dario Saric, <laughs> Peja Stoyakovich, and Dmitry Stostakovich. Stostakovich! Boy, am I going to have to Google all that for we this. We left uh, on the board Darko Milicic. Darko Milicic. Marin Cilic. Slobodan Milosevic. Mickey Lolich. Tony Mandarich. Oh, Oh, that's a good one. Coffee Ghostwitch. Yusuf Nurkic. Goran Ivanisevic. Tomjanovic. Tucson Dusan Ristich. Oh, Tucson Dusan. Maybe next week we can do do Ix. 
Yeah, oh, that's yeah. kind of it fits you perfect. One. So Jared when you were asking, Bert. I was wondering if I could take Christian Pulisic because in Croatian it's Pulisic. Right. Mm. But that's not how it's pronounced. No, yeah. right. That's yeah. So we were was, doing this radio show somewhere in Croatia. We were doing it in Croatia. I'd be all over Weird Al Yankovic. You'd be all over it. <laughs> Why not? We'll get this up on Twitter. Uh, Mori Povic, somebody said. Oh, oh. And his father, Shirley Povich. Buddy, buddy Rich. I went. I thought about going down that. That's road a little. Too, that's but yeah, that's yeah. out of the spirit. Richie Rich. Yeah, we're yeah. flexing on Eastern Europe uh, right now. Jared that's, will get this up, uh, and we'll be checking the spelling. Oh boy. <laughs> Did, he, did, no did Elon expand to 4,000 characters yet? Because I might have needed for this one. <laughs> you determine the winner of Mock My World. It's Pickley and Murata Mornings here at Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. That's not bad. Oh, this is good. He's the best. Vinny, Vinny vibes on a song unlike anybody I've ever seen. If Vinny gets a new track and here's a new track that speaks to him, it's all he's going to listen to for about a week and that's, a half. It's true. Uh, and that's <laughs> kind of the way I dealt with this band when I discovered this band a few years back. And over the weekend, the stuff you've never heard of pops up because of these streaming services now. And I'm like, wow, this this is speaking to me. And then you're right. I'm like a I'm like a teenage girl. I just <laughs> I freak out over the song. But anyway, that's uh, Itch by Nothing But Thieves, today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Uh, real quick, before we get to Vinny Joe Trivia, have you subscribed to the Bickley and Murata podcast? Subscribe right now on your iPhone or Android. Never miss any of the show. The Bickley and Murata podcast is brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams, Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Go to high, uh, Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Uh, the... Uh, Vinny Joe trivia question today is basketball related. There's only been four players in NBA history who have won an MVP award while averaging less than 20 points per game. Ooh. Four NBA MVPs who have averaged less than 20 points per game. Can you name the four? Steve Nash. Steve Nash is one. Bill Russell. Bill Russell did it several times. That's two. Oh, Jarrett's en fuego. This isn't baseball. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing, Jarrett? Okay, I only got those two. (laughs) You got half. The other two are the tough ones. Dave Cowens. Good guess? No. It's a random guess. Um, Willis Reed. No. Wes Unseld. Wes Unseld is one. Wow. Who, by the way... Quick note on Wes Unseld, mm-hmm. the only guy ever to win an MVP and a Rookie of the Year in the same season hmm. in the NBA. Wow. Never it a, a so de- it's got to be a great defensive player, a great yeah. rebounder. Or a great assist. Great it was a, a de- decade for the last one. The 70s. Which some might say is the greatest decade ever for basketball. Bill Walton? John Bill, Hall- Hall- oh, Bill, Bill Walton is the is it? Oh, yeah. Is it really? Funny. <laughs> yes. oh, well done. Was that the year with the Trailblazers? Yeah. Averaged 18 points and change. Who are you, who are you, who are you going to guess, Dan? How about Havlicek? <laughs> How about Havlicek? <laughs> <He almost. laughs> oh, boy. Well done. I didn't think you would get those. Yeah, Jared, well, Jared came out smoking. I wanted to play this yesterday for you. Um, the Monday night game 
I didn't watch the Manning cast, but apparently some great stuff came out of the Manning cast from the Patriots uh, Cardinals game, including in Bill Simmons segment. There was some great storytelling Ooh. going on. Bill Simmons and and Peyton Manning told a story about uh, a long snapper for the Chargers named David Bin, who once upon a time uh, dated Pamela Anderson. And he got named to the Pro Bowl team. And David Ben, they, they mentioned it was on a podcast, and somebody pulled up this podcast. It was like the Sports Doc podcast or something. Here's David Ben telling the story of the 2007 Pro, Pro Bowl and his interactions with Bill Belichick based on whom he was dating. So anyway, first practice, which is like nothing. You just kind of like stretch, you mess around a little bit, and you walk off the field. I'm coming off, and, and I'm walking by Bill, and he looks at me, and he's like... He goes, hey, where's your girlfriend? And uh, I said, oh, Pam, uh, she didn't come out. He goes, remind me why the f*** I invited you out here then? (laughs) (laughs) And he gave me this deadpan look. And I thought he was kidding, but he didn't crack a smile. And then I was like, wait, he's serious? Is he kidding? I just walked off like I couldn't figure it out. You didn't say anything back to him? Um... I think I just laughed it off, and I was like, wait, what? He really wanted me to bring Pam. Should I call her? <laughs> Should I call her right now? <laughs> what, That's great. But what a flex for a guy like David Bin, who was uh, uh, like a... He made like a, a Pro Bowl one yeah, time. Right. He had a long career as a long snapper. Yeah. But he dated, maybe at that time, the most famous woman on the planet. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bill Simmons also floated out the idea that if... Cliff Kingsbury were to get fired from the Cardinals, he might surface back in New England as an offensive coordinator for Tom Brady. Oh, wow. That was from Bill Simmons. You oh, think they're ready to move on boy. from Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinator? But he brings so much. <laughs> I mean, at the end of Hard Knocks, Bill Belichick did tell Cliff Kingsbury, I'll call you. Yeah. He did say he was going to call him. Oh, gosh, and he I'll was loving you. so hard on D-Hop, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Whoa. yeah, he was. They were. And it was musical. Don't, don't think there wasn't any recruiting going on there. Not at all. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Stefania Bell, Mikey Am, for joining us. Thanks to you for hanging out. We'll hit you tomorrow morning at 6 with the Friday edition. Wolf and Luke are up next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Have a great day, everybody.